0: Bless us, and it'll be a blessing to us and, and to those. I know there's many that plan on coming, and it'll be a blessing to them as well. Next week, we'll have communion here at the church, so be ready for that. And, and maybe some of those that are out will be able to come back. Communion next Sunday night. The week after that, Brother Matthew McGarry will be here, and that weekend we'll have Saturday night and Sunday morning instead of Sunday morning and Sunday night, so that others can come and, and visit with us. Brother Matthew McGarry will be preaching for us, and then Easter Sunday. What's on my heart to do is I'd like to have one service and then have a dinner after that. So we'll have our regular Easter service at 1030 and have a dinner. For those, I know if you've got something planned with your family, that'll be fine. But, but if you don't, come here and eat with us and we'll have dinner here on the grounds and just kind of relax the rest of the day. We'll have one service then on Easter Sunday. Amen. You love the Lord this morning? Amen. Let's read the word. Psalms chapter 27 and verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? He said, I don't have anything to be afraid of. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war should rise against me, and this will I be confident. Look at David's desire. He said, one thing have I desired of the Lord. That will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. You say, well, Brother Ben, I I don't want to live at church. But look what he's saying. I want to live at your house, where you are, Lord. What's he saying? I want to be in your presence. (laughs) How many could echo that this morning? I want to be in your presence. That's what the rapture of the church does, is it takes us from this mortal realm into the presence of God. We go to meet him in the air. Amen. Oh, aren't you looking forward to that? We feel his presence here. We want to be in his presence here. But then we'll see him face to face. Amen. What a day that'll be. Amen. He said that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. I pray the Lord would add his blessing to the word. You may be seated. We had a command in the first church age and in the last to say what the messengers to those respective ages said. And we believe that Paul was the messenger to the first church age. He ushered in the age of the church. He had the revelation that to the Gentiles that the gospel would be preached to the Gentiles. We believe that Brother Branham was the messenger to the last church age. And both of those messengers said uh, to say what they said. or to stay with the word that they preach. Galatians 1 and 8 says, Though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Yes, right. And there's a reason for that, because that original church was original seed. Yeah. And, and, you know, people, and, and maybe coming from the outside, somebody might look at the message and say, Well, you do some strange things, and you dress differently, and you act differently. And we're not trying to be different. That's not the motive behind that. And it's not. If it is, then we have the wrong motive. Right. Yeah. right. We don't do that to be different. We don't do that to say, well, I'm better than you. I'm, I'm more holy than you. That's not what that's about at all. Yes. all right. But it's actually about having a, 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 a desire and, and a message that brings us back to an original church. So we want to, to do the things that Paul said. We want to stay with the word that Paul preached. Yes. And what has happened is, is is not the question shouldn't be, well, why do you all act that way? But why doesn't everybody, right? Because we believe that's what the Bible teaches, yeah. right? So we're not going back to some, what somebody started in 1900 or in 1950, or, or this message does not take us back to, a, to an early Pentecostal revival or a church of Christ or a Baptist. It doesn't take us back to that. It takes us back to the beginning yes, sir. and so we're just trying to do what Paul said right. now if someone wouldn't agree with that that would be fine let them go on and be what they can be because not everybody is called to that right. but if you can see it if there's something in your heart you're longing for something like David said I want to be in the house of the Lord I want to feel the presence of God I, right. I want to know what that's like I, yes, I, I feel something inside of me that that is drawing me there's a right. pulling a drawing what is that a drawing to the rapture right. a drawing to another land if that's there Then I I say, then you follow that, and you follow it by following the Word. Now, Brother Branham speaks about saying what he said in relation to the rapture and the message, God, in simplicity, but he he relates it to the rapture, and he said, when they say the graves will open, how is the graves going to open? We want to know that, wouldn't we? Because if I go by way of the grave, and your loved ones have went by way of the grave, you want to know how they're going to come up. How is the graves going to open? He said, everything that's in you of materials only makes a spoonful. I love this. He said, that's right. And what that does, he said, it breaks on back into spirit and life. So God, he doesn't necessarily need this body. And that's why it could be digested by an animal. I'm sorry for the middle picture that that brings to you. But it could be be thrown into the sea. It could be lost. It could be burnt. It could be whatever it is. It's still coming up.
1: That's right.
0: Why? Because everything that you are is just that spoonful of materials. right. right? And God, man, We're going to maybe get into some preaching on the, on the resurrection here as we come into Easter. But now you look at that spoonful of materials and say, well, that's all that's left. But that's all he needs. Yeah, right. Because he made man at the beginning. Right. Out of the dust of the
1: earth.
0: Yeah. Yes, Hallelujah. It's good. Oh, aren't you glad to serve a great God? Yes. Everything that's in you of materials only makes a spoonful. In other words, if you took it down to its base material, its base elements of what it is, he said, that's right. And what that does, it breaks on back into spirit and life. God just speaks, and the rapture will come. He said, well, that's strange. But look at the beginning. Look at Genesis when he says, let there be light.
1: Yes,
0: right? And as Christians, we believe that when he said, let there be light, there was light. All right. Yes, sir. right? Let there be light. It was God speaking. Hey Amen. It was God speaking. And, and when he spoke, his words had such power that there was the creative word of God actually created what he was speaking about. Hey man, When he said, let there, let there be this, let there be light, let there be uh, the waters cover the face of the earth. And, and that, there was no concept yeah. at that time what water was. Yeah. There was no concept of what light was yeah. until God created it yeah. 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 out of his own mind. Out of his own heart, out of his own. And so he cre- he thinks it what it is. This is what light is. And he said, let there be that. And there was. And that same God that spoke that, spoke that you would be there. The Bible says we were in him before the foundation of the world. Yes then he spoke that you would be with him. Amen. And if he did that, he's able to bring that, even if your life is in shambles, even if, it's, even if you've been caught up in all kinds no. of things. That, yeah. uh, that You say, well, I, there's just no hope for me, Brother Ben. Don't you ever think that. Yes, sir. Don't you ever get down on yourself and think, well, there's no way God can ever reach me. I've done too much. No. Look at the promise. Yes, God was able out of that chaos to bring into focus what he wanted. He can make you what he wants you to be. Yes, Right. Not, on, not only on this side, but completing that work in a rapture and a body change. So God just speaks and the rapture will come. He said, it ain't going out there and the angels come down, and shovel up the graves and get out an old dead carcass here. He said, what is it? It was born of sin to begin with.
1: Yeah.
0: But a new one, made in its likeness, you know. He said, if we have this, we'll die again. This mortal cannot take on immortality. Corruption cannot inherit incorruption, The Paul says. He said the dead, the graves will open. The dead shall walk out. That may be true, but not open the way you say open. See, he said it won't be like that. It'll be a secret because he said he'd come like a thief in the night. He's already told us this, the rapture. He said then judgments will strike, sin, plague, sickness, and everything. You think corona was bad?
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And it was. Yeah. Look what's coming.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And right. right, I don't say that to scare you because it shouldn't scare you at all. We're promised to be gone. Yes, sir. Yeah. During that time. That's right. Right? The believers will be gone during that time. But but see, there's there's something coming on the earth. You think the war now is bad, but wait till that time. Wait till Armageddon, wait till those things happen. And, and the things we see now are just, just the preview of those things. Right? right? So there will come a time when all these things will happen. People will cry for death to take them. Judgment, Lord, why is this judgment upon us when you said that there would be a rapture first? And he'll say it's already come and you didn't know it. He said, see, God hiding himself in simplicity. And that's what I want to talk to you about tonight in, in this mystery of going, that God hides his mystery of going, his rapture, in simplicity. Yes. Right? He hides it in simplicity. Now, he said, all right. He said, that, that's already happened. You knew it not. And he says this. He said, why don't believers believe the simple signs of his coming? All right. Yeah. Everybody's looking for something great to happen. But he said, why don't believers believe the simple signs of his coming? He said, they're expecting all these things that spoke up by the scripture and the moon is going to go down, the sun in the middle of the day. There's going to be all kinds of things. He said, we got notes wrote here to show what them things are. We get it on the breaking of the seals this week. Anyhow, he said, there it is, just where it's already passed. Excuse me for reading fast, but I want to go somewhere this morning. He said, there it is, just where it's already passed and you didn't know it. See if it is. He said, if the angel of the Lord will break them seals forth to it, he said, remember, it's sealed with them seven mysterious thunders. Now what? Why can't people believe? Listen, the simple simplicity of a humble bunch of people.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: So he takes this rapture, this mysterious rapture, these seven thunders, these things that will be revealed. He said, why can't people believe? (laughs) Hallelujah. The simple simplicity, not not, not... Of one person, but of a bunch of people. A humble bunch of people. I believe we could qualify for that today. Sure. If I'm not humble enough, God's got a way of making me (laughs) humble before I get out of this service. Humbling me, I guess I should say. I'll say something I I didn't mean or something like that, stumble over my words, and God's got a way of humbling me. We're a humble bunch of people. (laughs) Don't brag on it too much. You might not be, but (laughs) we're a humble bunch of people. We are compared to the world. And, and he said, in the voice of the signs of God, why can't people see that? He said, why can't they believe it just like it always been yeah. a true word of God being made manifest? He said, it's, they're too smart and too educated to believe the simple form yes, of the written word. Yes, sir. They want to put their own interpretation to yes. it. It don't mean this. It don't mean that. He said, see, it does mean that. Right. And that's where people always mess up. If Paul said it, it does mean that. Yes. right? Whatever he said, it does mean that. If Brother Brown said it, it does mean that. I said, well, it don't, really, it don't really mean that today. It don't really mean that for me. It don't really fit this moment. But it does mean what it says. That's right. Yes, sir. Right? You, you know what it means? It means whatever the man who wrote it intended it to mean. They say that's the first rule of literature, by the way. Uh, poetry means whatever the poet meant it to mean. And God says what he means. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Then, then how would, you know, if you were to come, sometimes I'll take a poem. Excuse me for being esoteric this morning, but sometimes you'll take a poem. I'm just proud of myself because I use that word. <laughs> <What's it mean? laughs> I don't know what it means, but it sounded good. <laughs> you take a poem. And, and, and people go over that and they'll say, I see some of them, it's funny. They'll take Shakespeare and they'll try to apply it to modern life. And, and you think, well, if Shakespeare was here, he could tell us what it meant.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's right. right. And he might say this, there wasn't no mysterious secret about it, it just meant what it said. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? I wasn't applying that to an allegory of socialism and communism and, and, and all these other things. I wasn't applying it, it just meant what it said. Hey yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Amen. I've seen people do that to the, I like the, the poems of Robert Frost, an uh, early American poet, and, and, and the people look at that and they'll apply it and they say, well, uh, it, it don't mean what it says it means, and, and, and the different poems there, and I think, well, that looks pretty clear to me, what, it, what he's talking about, you know, it looks pretty simple, but see, people miss it because they want to see something more, they, they want to feel like they've gotten something out of it, but see, we should just stay with what God said, <laughs> yeah. stay with what it said, and yet and yet we we are called to understand it this is the age that we are called to understand it but it's not some mysterious something out there but it's something God interprets by bringing it to pass uh, maybe we could say that together i'll say it and then and then we'll repeat it together god interprets his word by bringing it to pass let's say it god interprets his word by bringing it to pass
1: yeah
0: right that's how that's you say what's the meaning of all this What's the meaning of the war in Russia? What's the meaning of the things that are going on right now? God interprets his own word yes, sir. by bringing it to pass. Right. Right. Amen. And one day, you say, well, how will the rapture be? One day I'm going to go with it. Amen. Amen. And when, when the rapture takes place, God will interpret his word yeah. by bringing it to pass. Right. Right. Right? So you don't have nothing to worry about. Now, but, but we believe what he said because what he said has never failed. It's never failed to come to pass. Now, he said, he said they, they can't believe it. He said they're too smart and too educated to believe the simple form of the written word. They want to put their own interpretation to it. He said, listen, may I say this right quick now? Even the visions that God gives us here at the place is so misunderstood. Now, a vision, it sounds like because people make it so mysterious today, and, and, and the charismatic church has done so much harm. The, the charismatic world has done so much harm to true spiritual things. Because what they've done is they, they brought a scarecrow and, and some preachers stand up and see visions all the time and, 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 and then really all they want is your money. Yeah. And so I, someone out there has a, uh, has a heart condition and they should send me $5,000 and it'll be gone. You know, like that. And, and, and that's not it at all. But a vision is simply a prophet has a vision, yeah. a seer, and it's him breaking into another dimension so that he can see things that have been and things that will be. Right? And that's how the Bible was written. The holy men of God wrote as they were moved by the Holy Spirit, they saw visions and had dreams, and God led them in that way, and they were inspired by the word to write and to speak, and, and God wrote the Bible just that way. And so we believe we've had a prophet in our time, and he had visions. Now, he said, it's so misunderstood. He said, that's the reason you hear me on the tape say, say what the tape say, say what the visions say. He said, now, if you're wide awake, you'll see something. Everybody awake this morning? Yes. Even Brother Danny's awake over there. Everybody's awake. Amen. And and so we're wide awake this morning. We can see it. We've even got the kids awake on the front. Just give them about 30 minutes. (laughs) Now, he says, we're at the end. He said, I hope I don't have to hold it in my hand and show you. See, we're at the end. Smart educationals miss it. The simple visions, when they're revealed in such simplicity till it just covers over the top of people's heads.
1: Yes.
0: Right. He said, because I've seen the vision. And he, he relates it to a vision he saw. He said, I told you all about going up there hunting. He, he said, you know, that just stumbled people. There are people still today that yeah. will, will tell you that Brother Branham didn't get the brown bear, so he has to come back and get it. And Brother Branham said it just stumbled people. He said, and there God sent it up there for the very purpose and come back and interpret it right around, showing the going of my mother and things like that. He said, and then come back and told it beforehand. It happened just exactly the way he said it would do. He said, yet John come right out there and confessed. He said, I'm not no Messiah. I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness. In other words, John showed him who he was. And then very disciples say, why does the scribe say, the scriptures teach that Elias must first come? He said, the simplicity of God, I love the way he puts this. The simplicity of God just roots... In other words, it's so low that it goes over the top of people's heads. (laughs) Amen. It roots right over the top of people's heads. And and so now visions are misunderstood. Even prophets sometimes misunderstand visions because they're misinterpreted into something great when the fulfillment is actually something simple. And this is important as what we believe when it comes to the rapture. An illustration of that, Brother Branham had a vision one time and. He said this, he said, many times visions say things we don't know what they are. The prophets of the Bible didn't know what they were writing about. They just wrote it. and They were vindicated men, inspired. And Brother Shikarian said, Brother Branham, what do you say will take place? I said, I don't know. He said, someone. Now, now he'd had a vision. He'd had a vision of, uh, of something happening, and it was actually of a, a person. He, he explains it. He said, I saw someone didn't have any teeth. I've seen them gasp twice and died. And the other person spit blood from their mouth, looked like a young man, said he can't die, he's not ready. Now when Brother Branham had the vision, he didn't know what it meant. So he uses this as an illustration of many times we don't know what visions are. And he even told Billy Paul, he said, don't leave my side. He said, because I saw a young man. Yeah. But he didn't, say, he didn't see what young man? He said he thought it might be him. And Brother Branham goes to Puerto Rico to preach, and he's standing by the ocean and he's watching the beauty of the nature there and talking about it. And he said he saw, all at once he saw his mother-in-law and father-in-law come walking by him. And his father-in-law had been gone for about eight years. And he said, and at that very minute, my mother-in-law was passing in to meet him. She died at that same time. And so Brother Branham gets to Miami and he called to see how everything was at home. And it was his mother-in-law. And he didn't even recognize it in the vision. But it was his own mother-in-law who who had lost her teeth, were false teeth. His own mother-in-law gasped twice and died. Her son, not ready to die, an alcoholic, bursted a hemorrhage in his stomach and spurted blood from his mouth. It was his own family. But he didn't even know the interpretation of it. He said, well, he was a prophet. Yes, he was, but God don't tell his prophets everything. That's That's what the Word says. Everyone thought they knew what Isaiah seven fourteen meant. I'm sure there was lots of schools of thought on that. Isaiah may have had one. But God interpreted it yeah. by bringing a baby in a manger. Behold, a virgin shall conceive.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Amen. Amen. He interprets his own word. We can find examples of that all down through Scripture. Now, the brand said, how does he interpret his own word? By fulfilling it. The Bible said, A virgin shall conceive. She did. That don't need any interpretation. God said, Let there be light. There was. I don't need any interpretation. God said, In this last days, He would pour out His Spirit upon all flesh, and He's done it. Yes, sir. God, listen to me. We yeah. preached on the Holy Ghost here recently, but God, you know how God will interpret the Holy Ghost to you? You know how you'll know it when you get it. Yeah. Yes. You know what the Holy Ghost is because you got it. Amen. You were there when the change happened. You were there. You know what you were. Yeah. And you know what you are now know that there was something that changed that. What did that? It was God that did that. God did that. And so I can teach you all, and it's good to teach you about those things, but I can teach you all day and night about that, and you'd never understand it till you get it. God interprets his own word by bringing it to pass. God said in his last days he would pour out his spirit on all flesh. He said he's done it. That don't need any interpretation. That only needs exception. He said somebody to accept what God has done. It don't need any interpretation. God interprets his own word. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Now, in the last days we're promised, he said, for for this to be restored. As we talked about, we believe that we're going back to what Paul said. Yes. That's why we do what we do because... We're going back to the original, not that we would go back and drive a buggy or or walk everywhere that we went, but we're going back in the Word to to stay with the Word of God because we believe that's what creates the reality of Christ in our midst. Now, it's the Word. Now, Brother Branham said that we're promised this to be restored. There'll be no church, no denomination, list of denominations. They'll never in their modern conditions ever take this church to a bride. In other words, to be the bride of Christ that goes with him, to be caught away with him in the air. He said they can't do it, if they fail. They're too much at one another's throats. Yeah. I could stop there and preach for a while, couldn't Sir. I? We're not going to get it either. We're not going to bring a, a bride out of a church if we're at each other's throats all the time. That's right. Yeah. And I mean that church to church and also here locally.
1: That's right. Huh? Very good.
0: I could get offended at something somebody said all the time if I wanted to. Yeah. Huh? And it's easy to get offended at me because I'm standing up here saying stuff all the time. You know, the more you say, Joe, the, <laughs> the more you talk, the more possibility there is to offend somebody, right? And some people say, well, I'll never talk then. But that's not right. You've you got to be you. Yeah. But the other person's got to learn that I'm just not going to be offended by that. Right. Today I saw something on social media that I didn't like, and I just went right on. Yeah. Right? Today I heard something I didn't like. Maybe the preacher said something I didn't agree with, and I just moved right on. didn't bother me because I realized the preacher's not God. Social media's not God. I don't have to correct it. I can just move on and live my life and be what God called me to be. That's good. Amen. Do you believe that today?
1: Yes.
0: So now, and he they, they said they're at each other's throats, and worldliness has crept, crept in and so forth. They died right in their tracks, and so God knows that. And to reveal his word, one say, well, I got this, and bless God, it's like that. He said, that's just the way it was when Jesus came the first time. Everyone has a doctrine. Everyone has this. It'll have to be something sent to us from God. And God, in other words, somebody had to have a voice of authority, Come on. Yeah. amen, to tell us what would happen. And God promised it. He said, and the only way He'll do is keep His same pattern. He said, and He promised to send us in this last days, according to Malachi 4, a prophet upon the earth that would turn the heart of the people back to the heart of the children, back to the apostolic fathers again. He promised that in His Word, Luke 17, many other places that He promised it that He would what He would do in these last days to bring this thing to a vindicated word. He said, see, a man can say anything. Unless yeah. God interprets that word. He said, see, now we have our own interpretation. We say it means this. And this one, Methodist, says this. The Baptist says this. The Pentecostal said this. The Oneness said this. The that said this. He said, oh my, there you are. But God don't need no interpreter. Right. He's his own interpreter. He interprets his own word by vindicating it in the age that it's purposed for, the age that it's given for. That's right. He's going to tell us what age that is. We're not living in a Pentecostal age. We're living in another age. Yeah. We're not living in the Methodist age. We're living in another age. We're living on up here to the bride age. Yes. The calling out of the church of getting it together for the rapture. What does that? We learned that last week or the week before when I was here. What does that? The shout gathers the people. is that what he said over and over again? It was the shout, this message that gathers the people. Not a man, not the ministry, but the message. He said, your message will forerun the first coming of Christ. Yeah. Are you with me this morning? Yes. So now, he says, uh, that's the age that we're now living is the calling out of the church and getting it together for the rapture. So we are commanded to say what the visions say. And we're told that God interprets his own word by vindicating it and manifesting it. And we can see the pattern of Scripture in the church age where the manifestation is almost always missed. Now, you go back and look at it. You say, well, wouldn't everybody know? If that was the case, if God was going to bring a rapture about in a small group of people, wouldn't everybody know? But it's always been that way. When Jesus was here on the earth today, if you use the name Jesus, say, uh, talk about Jesus, almost everybody around, at least in in this country, knows what you're talking about. And yet there's many millions overseas that have never heard that name. Know nothing about it, but there's many people here that do. And so, but you, you talk about our Lord and you talk about those things that, that we believe in, and, and we can say, well, uh, people know that and, and, and people understand that. But when he came, yeah. there was only a few. Most people didn't believe it. Huh? And even many of those who said they believed it backed out on him. Until when he finally got to the cross, yeah. he was by himself. Yes, sir. He went to Calvary alone. Right. Amen. Even Peter, who would become the first, uh, the first great preacher in the, in the gospel realm, Peter actually ran out on him and said, and denied him three times, said, I'm, I don't even belong to him. Yeah. Oh, my, aren't you glad it's not up to us whether we make it or not? That's right. Jesus said, Peter, the devil wants to have you, but I've prayed for you. Come on. Yes Amen. Because he was in God's mind before the foundation of the world. Yeah. Hey, man, I'll say this. If you, you say, well, I don't know whether to believe that or not, but if you're God, there's going to be something inside of you pulling you to it. You won't be able to help it. Well, that gives you confidence, doesn't it? Even my children and, and different ones, I see them, and I want so badly, and I'll do everything I can. I, I'll say this. I'm going to do my part. I've committed. I'm going to do my part. I know God. I can't, I can't make them Christians, but I can do my part. I can get them in an atmosphere where a seed can be born, where the seed can come to life. I can do that. I can do I can go to church. I can set an example. Even when I don't feel like it, even when nothing's going right, I can go to the house of God. That's my part. But I can't make them Christians. I can't make them seed. But before the foundation of the world, and God gave me a promise. He said, those that are mine, I'll bring them to me. And I believe God's pulling you right now. You wouldn't be here unless you had something in your heart that was pulling you to God. And your road might have been rough. You might have, you might look down your past, and you might look at that, Sister Pat, and say, "Look, look what, look down my past, and it's kind of went like this." But look where you are today. What has God brought you to? What has He brought you to? He's brought you to a place where you can now fellowship with the saints, and and you can say, it's, "I'm not who I was. I'm yes. something different. I've been born again by the power of God. Amen. I am a believer, regardless what the devil tries to tell me. Yes, regardless what my own life has been, I'm going in a rapture." Yes. Hallelujah. Now, uh, we see this. Now, uh, the, the church has always missed that. Now, Brother Brandon says, as soon as the church, the bride is drawn together, and we read this last week, or the week before, he said she has taken up that mystery of the seventh seal, the mystery of going, the mystery of going, and he continues that. I read just that part, I believe, last, or the other week. But the Jews is called by the mystery of, of the seventh trumpet, which is two prophets, Elijah and Moses, and they come back. They come back. Right? But the bride is drawn up in the mystery of going. Right? He said, and there is where the Pentecostals is all mixed up. They're looking for something to happen. You yeah. say, well, if something's going to come bring me rapturing faith. Rapturing faith is here now, it has to be. Yes. Right? Because they're looking for something to happen, the church is done gone, and that's to the Jews. Now, we proved again that the shout is the message, which means Christ is already descending. Does that make sense? It, because he said he does all three while he descends. Then, yeah. if the shout is the message, amen, Christ did it as he was descending. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Hallelujah. And the bride has been gathered to him. Not in one place on the earth, Brother Random taught us that wouldn't be like that. He said, You want to know the place, the safe place, in Christ. Yes. We're gathered to Christ. We're not gathered to any certain ministry, any certain man, we're not we're not operating a cult here, where we're gonna bring you off in the woods somewhere and feed you Kool-Aid, but we're gathered to Christ the word. Yes. Amen. We're gathered to him. We're not gathered to any type of a ministry. You're not saved because you, you, make, you, you give me money. You give me, pay your tithes. You give the church money. You're not saved because of that. Right,
1: right. You're not
0: saved because you come to this church or go to any other church. You're saved by the grace of God. Yes, You're saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. You're saved by trusting in what he did 2,000 years ago. You're saved by believing the word yes, yes. and following that word. Yes. Hallelujah. And, and so, we're not trying to take you off in some, some kind of a cult somewhere. That's just the devil. But you know, they called Jesus and his disciples a cult, too. That's right. Oh, right. The Roman system labeled early Christianity as a cult. That's right. They were labeled as a cult. But this isn't a cult. This is, we're just following Christ. Yeah. Right? Now, look, if someone tells you, and, and you'll hear this, that Brother Branham has to come back to do anything other than be a part of the general general resurrection, which he'll be a part of because all the dead in Christ will raise at that time. Then, but what they've done is they've missed the revelation of the opening of the seventh seal, the mystery of going. It's already started. Right. You don't need to come and set anything in motion that's already begun. Right? It's already happened. So we're we're headed now towards the culmination of that, which would be the change of our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. So they say, well, Brother Branham has to come back. I, I would say this, and I'm just maybe be a little pastoral here this morning, and we'll get but I wouldn't sit under a ministry yeah. that does not see the opening of the word. Right. right? Because that to me is the most important part. If you, you miss the whole reason why God sent a prophet.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Brother Branham called it the voice behind the sign. Right? and I would not sit under someone that does not teach you that the word, the book is open in our day. Amen. Because that type of ministry will not lead you to a rapture.
1: That's right. Man. Yes,
0: Again, sir. I'm talking to you to to a local church here, but that type of ministry won't lead you to a rapture because it is looking for something to come. That's right. That's right. Amen. Now let's go back and look at First Thessalonians 4:16. And, and look at that. He said for the Lord himself. Yes, sir. <laughs> I like that. The Lord himself yeah. shall descend from heaven. What are you looking for? The Lord himself. What is this message? Yeah. What was it about? It wasn't yeah. about a man. It's not about a personality. It's not about a preacher somewhere. The Lord himself. Yeah. Amen. And that wasn't Brother Branham. That was God yeah. in a man. And it's not God in one man today. It's God in his people.
1: Yeah. that's right. The Lord
0: himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Yes. With the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Now, if your, if your loved ones that have died, they're in the rapture. Yeah. But they're in that part. Yeah. They're in 1 Thessalonians 4.16. Go back, if you will, to that last, that last verse. 1 Thessalonians 4.16. The dead in Christ shall rise first. By going to the grave, God interpreted his own word. Yeah. Of which part of the scripture they would fulfill. Yeah, very good. Right, God has a right to do that. Yes, sir. All right. Oh yeah. Right. So if I died today, I'd I'd be no less. I just get to come up first. Right. Right? I got no less faith than anyone else. We're all the overcomers of the later CNH. That's right. Yeah. You understand? But I just get to come up first. The dead in Christ shall rise first. But it proves that I'm part of this. First Thessalonians four sixteen. You won't hinder me. Yeah. Right? If I hey man, if I go hallelujah, if I go by way of the grave, some of those loved ones that you've lost that have went on, we're not going to hinder them. Yeah,
1: come on. Man. Right.
0: Yeah. Hey man, our failures, our sloth, we're not going to hinder them. But yeah. one day, yeah. the yeah. dead in Christ shall rise first. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. What comfort that gives us. Yes. Brother Branham is included in that scripture. Yes. That's right. Amen. right? If Brother Branham come back before that, he'd have to come back, die. And come back again because he's included in that part of the rapture. Amen. 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 It's, the it's the truth. And you say, how can you say that? Because there's no other place in the Scripture. At some point, yeah. we got to get real about this stuff. And if it's not written, if it's not there, it's just not there. Yeah. yeah. I'm backed into a corner here. I can't say anything else.
1: Yeah.
0: Are you with me now? Yeah. When it comes to you say, well, you shouldn't have preachers in the church. You shouldn't. You should just play tapes. Well, I'm backed into a corner on that. Right. Paul said, preach the word. Yeah. 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 How can I do anything else? Yeah, yes, right? I, I can't. Uh, as Martin Luther said, uh, when he got a revelation of the justice lived by faith, he said, here I stand. How can I do any other? Yes, I've got to stay with the word. Yeah. Amen.
1: Yeah.
0: Amen. Yes. That's any part. You could take that to any scripture that we believe. We believe certain things about the way people should act and do it. And, and that's not law. It's not legalism. I've never imposed that on the world. You do that because you are born again. Yes. Right? But but you take those and how can we teach anything else? And again, you do what you want to. We can't make anybody do anything. You do what you want to. I'm not going to abuse you because you do something different than I do. I'm not going to stand up here and, and scream and holler and yell at you. But I'll tell you this, you ever get a revelation of the Word? You get backed into a corner. How can I live any other way? Right. That's what the Word says. Now look, and that's why Satan wants to confuse you and make you think the word's not true. The main thing he attacks is the inerrancy of the scripture Because he tries to get you to make to believe something. if he can get you to waffle about it, you don't know where you stand. You, you, you could go anywhere and do anything because the next person is going to be able to explain it better than this person, the next person is going to be able to explain it better than this person, but there's got to be somebody that comes down and that's what the message of the hour does for. us. it come down and says, this is true. Let's yes. come back to this. Yes. And it brought it and made it relevant to our age. Right. Yeah. right. Now, that's those who go by way of the grave manifest first Thessalonians 4 16. But somebody, go to the next slide there. Somebody, it says, then we. Yeah. I love Paul's confidence. Yes. Now Paul was in verse 16. Right? He comes up in his own order with his age. But he identified himself with verse 17. Hallelujah. Because he believed the coming of the Lord was soon. Then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Amen. Amen. This is the part of the little group that remains alive. Oh, I want to be one of them. Yeah. I'm going to identify with that group and believe that it's in my generation. If I go by way of the grave, I'll just be in that other part. You understand? But it's all, the, it's all the, the bride of this age. It's all the bride of this age. There's no difference. It's just some are alive and remain at that time. Some were predestined for that. Some were predestined. But it doesn't mean anything about uh, they're, they're not more spiritual. Yeah. Right? Because they're alive and remain. They're just the ones that are here. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Now, who will manifest verse 17? Those who are alive and remain at that time. Brother Branham taught us. He makes this statement. He said, while I'm mortal as I am now, it's the only time that I'll ever be able to preach to people. Well, that's pretty stunning, isn't it? Yeah. Brother Branham had a vision of a tent. You know what? Many people feel that that vision was unfulfilled. Brother Branham himself looked at that, and he, and he tried to think what it would be, and, and he looked at it in many places, like made statements like this. He said, I suppose by the next time I get back, the Lord willing, I'll be run-. Look how he puts it. He, he didn't come out and say this, this, is this. He said, I suppose by the time I get back, he said, the Lord willing, I'll be running the prayer line through one of these rooms in that little room that I'm to take them to. You see, I believe it's unfolding now. You see the hour. He never did it. And see, God interprets his own word. Again, Brother Brown said, Lord Jesus, we are certainly a blessed people above our thinking. Oh, aren't you glad to be blessed above your thinking? Doesn't take much for me. Aren't you glad to be blessed above your thinking? You're blessed beyond what, you don't know what's coming. You're blessed beyond your thinking. You don't know what trials are coming, but you don't know what blessings are coming. Hallelujah. Don't get down. Don't get discouraged. Jesus said sufficient to the day is the evil thereof. Don't spend all your time worrying about tomorrow. Because oh, He said when these things come on the earth, look up.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: I remember Brother JT preaching that years ago at Bransville. When these things come on the earth, look up. You know, your posture should be looking up. Yeah. Yeah. Not going, not looking down at the things around you. Right. Look up. Your redemption draws nigh. Yes. But now he said we're blessed above, uh, above our thinking, above our understanding. For if there was a noble among us. As some personnel from some other country, a diplomat of some sort, we would think it was great to have such a noble person among us. But today we have the God of heaven, not only among us, but in us. Aren't you glad for that today? Amen. Dwelling, living his life through us, and we're so thankful for this, Lord. Yes. He said it's beyond our understanding, of course. He said, but now speaking on what the services and going to Africa and the things we've tried to arrange for these few days here in Indiana, somehow or another, Lord, it may be that you are driving us to that tent to make that vision fulfilled. He said, so that will be done. It was. He said, so that will be done. We've committed it this way, the best of our understanding. So we pray, Lord, if there's anything contrary to your will, you'll make it known to us that we might know to do your perfect will. He said, Well, it would be a private resurrection. It can't be. Because Brother Branham talked about that. You know, we don't commune with the dead. Right. That's right. I mean, you know that. Yes. And you might even see, I believe that you can, by faith, you, you know your loved ones are there. You might even have a dream about them, but we don't commune with the dead.
1: right.
0: And uh, in this, Brother Branham says, that, He said, Brother, I tell you, sometimes we need to be skinned down, rubbed a little bit, to see where we're standing. He said, <laughs> Amen. He said, now I'm not condemning Catholic saints. But look, he said, the reason the witch of Endor could call the spirit of Samuel is because Samuel couldn't go into the presence of God. He was in paradise. The blood of bulls and goats would not take away sin. But since Jesus died, he divorced sin. Aren't you glad he did? He took away sin. And the believer now goes into the presence of God. And he can't come back.
1: That's right. That's
0: what he said. Right? Jesus said in Luke when he was talking about the rich man, he can't return. So, if you're interceding with any kind of a spirit or something that's going on outside of God, Christ, he said, the only mediator between God and man, he said, then you're in spiritualism called religion. Yes. Yes. Yes, Now, look, it's the first resurrection. The resurrection that we're coming to, when those who are in the grave will race, that's the first resurrection. That's what the Bible says. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. They shall be priests of God and of Christ shall reign with him a thousand years. That's the first. If there was a private resurrection, if there was another resurrection, it would be the second. Right? So that should tell us it's the first. Now look. If the message is to shout. And then I said that to say this. Brother Branham fulfilled his part. Right? And now he's identified in First Thessalonians 4.16. Right? And then where are we identified? Well, in verse 17, yeah. right? We believe that. Yeah. Again, we could go by way of the grave. That just puts us in verse 16. We're still part of the scripture, right? But now we're identified in verse 17. And when, when will it be fulfilled and how will it be fulfilled? Now, look, the third pole of Brother Branham's ministry was the opening of the word. How many know Brother Branham said that? He said that? And, and he said it was identified five times by the spoken word. And Brother Branham taught us that that would be used again. You know that? He taught us that. He said, so. This, in this way, he said, so now I'm going to say something to you now. He said that I haven't said all along. He said, that is the thing that we've looked forward to for so long, for at least many years, four or five years or maybe longer. The third pull has now been vindicated. Right? And I'm sure you all know what it is. He said, now remember, there will never be an impersonation of that because it can't be. He said, he said, now it's inexistent. He said, now I've warned of this that soon. Right at this time now, it's just happened, so it can identify its presence among you. But it will not be used in a great way until this council begins to tighten up. He said, when it does, he said, when that does, the Pentecostals and so forth can almost, well, I, I know you're watching me and wondering what I'm going to say, but we're going somewhere. I'm not going to preach anything you haven't heard. He said, but when that time comes, when the streets comes down, or maybe that you shouldn't have heard, when the streets come down, you'll see when you've seen temporarily be manifested in the fullness of its power. Yes. What you've seen temporarily be manifested in the fullness of its power. Again, In Shalom, he says, we all know that's the identification. We know what the third pole is. We all understand that. He said, you all have the tape. And he said, I think it'll just lay dormant for a little while until the great hour of persecution comes on. That's when it'll be. It'll speak. It'll be manifested just like the five straight signs without failure perfectly. Think about it. Think deeply with me for a moment. It'll Be manifested at that time. And all my life I've thought about that. and And I've heard those quotes. And I've thought, well... When the time comes, it gives me a little bit of comfort because I thought, well, when there's no more food, I'll be able to speak. And there'll be food on the table. Yeah. Right. I don't say you couldn't do that now. Right. Yeah. right. I believe that if you had a real need, God would let you do that now. That's right. right. You'd speak to that problem. I believe that. But that's the way I've always looked at that. Well, there will come a time when I'll be able to speak, and then those things will happen. Well, that sounds crazy to some people, don't it? But we're asking you to believe in a rapture, yes. right? That's incredible to some people. The dead just raising, that's incredible to some people, but it's called faith for a reason, yes.
1: yeah. right? He said,
0: and he's, but he said these things will come. He said it'll speak. Now watch. He said until the great hour of persecution comes on, that's when it'll be. It'll speak. It'll be manifested just like the five straight signs without failure perfectly. Yeah. It'll be manifested without failure perfectly, and so there's an element of people who believe, well, Brother Branham's going to come back and do that, but think about it. How will it be manifested? It will be manifested at the time of this squeeze, at the time of the great hour of persecution. Well, that's the beginning of the tribulation period. Yes. Right? When the mark of the beast becomes literal, yes. that's the tribulation period. Yes. And we know we won't be here during that time. Yes. But notice what he says when that begins, when it, see, when it starts. It will be manifested when that squeeze comes down. Now watch. and How will it will be manifested? Look what Brother Branham says in, in souls that are in prison now. He said, it's the word living. He said, there it is. If they'd have only looked, he was Messiah. He was the living word made manifest. And a man that's got the spirit of God in him or a woman lives that word. He said, lives right out in them. That's the heartbeat, the predestinated. For the word of the Lord comes to them. Amen. Yes, sir. Look at this. And they are the word yes. to the people. That's right. yeah. I'm closing in just a minute. Give me five more minutes and we'll close. Look, they are the Word. Yes. Yes. Written epistles, read of all men. He said, is yes. that right? Could yes. the third pole be on?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, my. I remember, the third pole is the opening of the Word. But how does that culminate? How does that manifest itself? Let's go back to the first time it came on a person was to a woman named Hattie Wright. You've heard the story. Yeah. yeah. Sister Hattie was a, was a woman who was a widow... Her sister was sick, I believe, in a wheelchair, been sick for years. She was uh, what we call a hard scrabble farmer. People just don't hardly live that way anymore, but some of y'all may understand that. Some of y'all's parents and maybe some of you as children, you you know what it's like to be out in the cotton fields and be out in in a little patch of dirt and making a living off a few acres. And and she'd given Brother Branham some money, and he went to take it back to her. And he actually, in one place, said he went out hunting, got her a rabbit and brought it back in to cook so she'd have something to eat. And he's sitting there, Brother and I believe Brother Woods was there with it. And in one place in a meeting, he said, here, stand up, Sister Hattie. He said, there's a little widow woman that the miracle happened on the first. Bypassing all the people of the world.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. What am I talking about this morning? The rapture in simplicity. All
1: right. yes. yes.
0: Bypassing all the people of the world. For that thing to happen first. Remember, it was the first time on a human being. For that thing to happen first to that poor little humble widow woman. Mm -hmm. Up on a hillside. You think God don't care about me. He does care about you. Here God's prophet come down to where a little, just a little faithful widow woman was there. And she's waiting there in her house. And God's prophet comes in to bring her a squirrel. Probably blood all over his clothes. And and, and he's all, all tired and dirty and got a half growth of beard just sitting there. And he begins to talk about the word. Amen. Begin to talk about these other these signs that have happened, these uh, these the spoken word that has taken place. He said, "A humble woman up on a hillside, trying to raise a crop of corn out of a crawfish ground out there to take care of her children. That's the one that God honored. Yes, Hallelujah." He said, "My brother Ben, I'm such a failure. My children won't even stay in church. Look at her. But God gave them to her. Yes, That's right. Yes, Hallelujah." Oh, but you don't understand. I'm not worthy of it. But look at Sister Hattie Wright.
1: Yeah.
0: It's the first one that God honored with this spoken word. And he, and he said, ask what you will. He said, the first time since the days of Jesus Christ. He said, ask what you will. You know why the plutocrats didn't get it? He said, or oh, the big folks like that? It's because God knew they'd ask things that was no good for them. That's right. Well, when I get the spoken word, I'm going to speak some people out of existence. <laughs> All right. Wait a minute.. Yeah. The reason they didn't get it
1: yeah.
0: is because God knew Amen. that she would ask for the right thing.
1: Yes, That's right.. Yeah.
0: Oh my. there's going to be a people on the earth at the la- in the last days that'll be so in tune with God. Yes that they'll ask for the right thing. Yeah. Amen. Are you with me now? He said, he gives it to people who he knows will ask the right thing. And what more could that woman, he said, what more? Just tell me anything she could ask greater than that. She asked for the right thing. Oh, my. Look, God's going to use you. You think you're not going to be used by God? Some of you sitting here this morning, you think, well, I won't ever be used by God. Ben, God's not using me. God's going to use you. God's going to use you just like he, oh my, just like he did Martha at the grave of Lazarus. Yes. He had to get her to believe and say the right thing, Amen. so that Lazarus could be raised. Amen. Are you with me this morning? Oh my, maybe we'll get into that next week if the Lord is willing. But look, He gives it to people who He knows will ask the right thing. Oh my. And so here she. He, he's talking about the squirrels, and she speaks up. You said, well, I'll just sit and wait on, Pastor, feed me. It's important that you respond to the word.
1: Yes, sir. That's right. That's right.
0: Yes, sir. Come on. Brother Brown was talking. It's not even in church. She says, amen. amen. She said, that's nothing but the truth. Yes. I don't know how loud she said it. I don't know if she screamed it. I don't know if she said it quietly. But I know she said, it's nothing but the truth. And he heard it. And the angel of God heard it. Hey Amen. And when the angel heard it, all of a sudden it come over him. He said, "Ask what you will." Yes. Yeah. You say, "Well, Brother Brown not here to tell me that." Go back to the scripture.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs>
0: right. Yes. Jesus said,
1: "Yes, that's right."
0: Ask what you will. Yes, it'll be done. <laughs> I hope you, I. I know where I'm standing more than you realize this morning. <laughs> See, she had to ask for the right thing. It was her words that brought it about. Yeah. Yeah. Martha came to Jesus at the tomb of Lazarus when Jesus delayed and waited. And she come to him and she began to speak to him and said the right thing. Yes. And when she did, she gave her a part in her brother's resurrection. And Brother Branham said the voice will be the same voice yes. that called Lazarus from the grave. Are you with me now? Listen, when, when it's needed, there will come a time when it's needed. We're looking at it today, and it may be tonight, it may be tomorrow, but at the moment that it's needed, you may be doing the laundry, you may be taking your kids to school, you may be walking down the street, you may be in church, and I don't know when it'll be, but at that moment, yes, sir. when it's needed. Yes, sir. There will be a bride on the earth. Those who are alive and remain will have the character, will have gone through some things in Laodicea. They will be the overcomers of Laodicea. And there will be a people on the earth, a simple, humble little people like Hattie Wright. Amen. On the earth that when that comes, he said when the time comes it will be used. What will it be used for? Come
1: on. Yeah.
0: Yes, sir. Hope you hear me today. Yes, sir. I don't know. I don't know what I'll need. But I'll tell you, when I start seeing that denominational thing come together, Mark of the beast coming on. It's time to go home. Yes. What does the bride say in the end of Revelation? The Spirit and the bride say,
1: "Come." Yes.
0: Amen. Amen. And she'll be the final voice. Yes. To the final age, I believe you're that now. Yeah. But at the right time, that which we see manifested around us in small ways, at that time it'll be manifested greater. What will it be? We'll see our loved ones. Yes. Time to go home. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You realize why we don't play church? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, we don't play church. Come on. This isn't something you can take or leave. That's right. <laughs> we don't just. We don't just do it casually. Yes. We don't preach casually. <laughs> we believe this world's going to get worse and worse. That's right. It's going to go spinning into chaos. As we preached a few weeks ago, just spinning. It's going into chaos. And at the same time, Enoch is walking with God. Yes. Amen. At the same time, God gets so sick of the world. Yeah. Right. And he says, that I can't stomach it anymore. Noah, come on out and, and, and I'll let you ride over the tribulation period. But he says, here, here is a man walking with God during that time and during that time. Yes, he had the testimony. Yes, sir. He pleased God. Yes. One day he just went home.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: It's we, good. We don't play with that. Glory. Oh, young people, if you can understand that. Old people, if you can understand that. Middle aged people, we get caught up in life. Yeah. Right. One of these days, we're going to have to say the right thing. Yes. Amen. One of these days, we're going we're to persevere. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And really, that's just the story of your life. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I don't know. You know, what if, you think about it, I don't know about Hattie, right? But it was the things that she did before then that made her who she was. Yes. That's
1: right.
0: See, she was a born again child of God. Yes, sir. Uh, huh. right. yes. And that made her who she was. Right. She went to church.
1: Yeah.
0: That made her who she was. Right. She listened to a prophet's message. Yes. Yes. That made her who she was. She believed the prophet's message. Right. That made her who she was. Are you with me now? Yeah. That made her who she was. It changed her identity from just a hard-scrabble farmer out here trying to make a living as a widow on a few acres of swampland. It changed her identity from that to a queen of heaven, if we can say it that way, yes. to the bride of Jesus Christ. Yes, change your identity at the right time when it's needed. That's right, your voice will be heard. All right. Yes, sir. It's the truth. Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads together. I want the character to say the right thing. (laughs) God, why would it come to Hattie Wright? It didn't come to any of the preachers in the church. (laughs) Didn't come to any of the great, some of them we know today, great ministers that were around. Didn't come to them. Not even to a member of Brother Branham's family, although it was used in that way at different times. But at that time, it came to a widow woman. Maybe the least in the church. Maybe the one who, who everybody thought, well, she's not very spiritual. She don't have very much in her favor. But she had her life had accumulated in such a way that she was prepared to say the right thing. That's why Peter said, count it all joy when you go through all these things in life. There's just something that's preparing you to say the right thing at the right time. There'll come a day you'll see your loved ones walking in. I, I don't know exactly how it'll happen, But it could it be that you just get get so caught up in the message of the hour. You say, I believe it, Lord. It's nothing but the truth. And here they come. (laughs) I believe you can say that today. I'm not putting that off to a future date. I believe you can say that today. What do you need this morning? What do you need? What is it that you need? Maybe your children. Maybe your family. Maybe your family fusses and fights all the time. You need that to be calm. You need that to calm down. What do you need? Are you in a position to ask for it today? Maybe you're a person who who struggles in your mind. Maybe you have depression. And, And you struggle with that. I know many people do today. Social media don't help it. It hurts it. The news don't help it. You struggle with that. What do you need? You need joy in your life? Maybe he's been preparing you through all these things to say the right thing this morning. To say that's nothing but the truth. I may be struggling. I may not have much. My sister may be sick. Others may be sick. My family may be going through it. But it's nothing but the truth. Could you just say that in your heart this morning? It's nothing but the truth. Not the words of a man, but the words of God. And then live like that. It's nothing but the truth. As I I go through my life, I I realize it's nothing but the truth. I, I may not... I may not seem like the most spiritual person, but I know it's nothing but the truth. Whatever it calls me to do, I'm going to do it. Whatever it calls me to be, that's what I'll be. I'm identified with it. It's nothing but the truth. Heavenly Father, Lord, I believe you've been working these people's lives, not just by the ministry of your word, but by, Lord, the things that they've been through by the, the, the ups and downs of life, the hills and the valleys. Lord, you've, you've spoken to a little woman, I believe your bride this morning, and you told her about things that happened in a prophet's ministry, things that happen all around us even today, supernatural things. Oh God, if you could just, if we could just believe that and begin to respond to it, Regardless of circumstances, regardless of what was going on, we can say it's nothing but the truth. I believe it, Lord. Oh God, as I read these scriptures in First Thessalonians, where it says, Lord, that the dead in Christ arise first, I can say it's nothing but the truth. When I see it says, Those who are alive and remain, we which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the air. I say it's nothing but the truth. When it says, Lord, how I should act and what I should do, it's nothing but the truth. I pray you'd grant that to us, Lord. Oh, we want to go home. We don't want to stay here the rest of our lives. We want to be there on that day, Lord. We want to be in your presence. As David in that psalm that wasn't revealed until until this last day as a rapture psalm, he said, I want to be in your presence. I want to live in the house of the Lord. I want to dwell there all the days of my life. May it be so with us, Lord. May it be such a longing and a appalling, Lord, that we can know we're going home to be with you. I know it's a little different this morning. Lord, I pray you'd help these people. Lord, help them. I don't want them just to trust me as a man, but, Lord, to trust your word. To say it's nothing but the truth. It's nothing but the truth. It'll absolutely happen because you said so. I pray you'd grant it today. We thank you for it. Lord, I pray they you'd get something out of it. This is what you led me to speak on. I was even nervous to speak it, but Lord, I pray you'd help us today to say what you said, to speak your word, and to say it's nothing but the truth, to respond to it, Lord, and to benefit from it, we pray. Maybe there'd be one here this morning that doesn't know you like they should. I pray you'd break down every barrier this morning. Lord, that little pull that they have on the inside to be in your presence, may you just strengthen that this morning, Lord. Lord, make it, just may it grow in their life and manifest itself in every area of their life, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Do you love him this morning? Just let him talk to you while you worship him for just a minute. I'm going where I belong. I've always been oh I your hands, by way of lifting your hands, say it's nothing but the truth. Oh, oh, I'm going home. I'm going home. I'm not going to just leave it up to somebody else. I'm going home. I'm going to see my relatives. Amen. I'm going soon. Hallelujah. You believe that, Amen, Amen. You know that song when our Lord is coming. Our Lord is coming back to earth again, Amen, Amen. I believe it. You, let's stand together, Amen. Oh yes, our Lord is coming back to earth
1: again. Oh yes, our Lord is coming back to earth again, and Satan will be bound. Back to earth again. See the force again. Oh, yes, our Lord is coming back to earth again. Oh, yes, our Lord. back to earth again, oh, Satan will be bound a thousand years, we'll
0: have no death then. after Jesus shall come, come back, back to earth again, let's so sing that first verse, I'm watching. I'm watching, I'm watching, for the coming of that glad millennial day, when our blessed
1: Lord I labor, watch and pray for our
0: Lord is coming back to earth again. Sing it now like you mean it. Oh yes, our Lord is coming back to earth again. Lord is coming back. Oh yes,
1: our Lord is coming back
0: to earth again. Oh, yes, again. Satan will be bound a thousand
1: years. Satan will be bound a thousand years. We'll have no tempter then after Jesus shall come back earth
0: again. Verse 3. Oh, yes, the ransom of the Lord shall come to Zion with joy.
1: And in all his holy mountain nothing hurts or shall destroy. perfect peace shall reign in every heart and love without the Lord. After Jesus shall oh, are you looking to forward to that day? Don't you
0: somebody and say, I he's coming yes, back. our Lord, oh, Lord is coming back, back, again. back. earth again. Oh, yes, our Lord, Lord is coming, coming back to earth again. again. Amen. Oh, and Satan, Satan will be found a
1: thousand years. we will have no tempter then. After Jesus, Jesus shall come back to, to earth again. again. Oh, yes, then the Lord. sin and sorrow, pain oh, and death of this God. dark world shall cease. Aren't you the glad the of Jesus of,
0: of a thousand of years the of peace, and all, all the earth is groaning, groaning Christ.
1: Amen. Oh, that Aren't you glad? Hallelujah. Oh, for our Jesus to come back to earth again. Oh, yes, our Lord is coming back to earth again. Oh, yes, our Lord.
0: we will we'll be found a thousand years. What will have contempt then after Jesus shall come back to earth again. That second verse, let's sing it, Jesus coming back, Jesus coming back, will be the answer to her sorrowing cry. For the knowledge of the Lord shall fill the earth, the sea and the sky. Oh, God, God shall, shall take away, away from all sickness. sickness. Aren't you looking and forward the sun, to it? First
1: tears will will dry when, dry when our Savior shall come back. back. To earth again, sing it now, oh yes, our Lord is coming back to earth again. Thank you, Lord. Oh yes, our Lord is coming
0: back to earth again. Oh Satan will be bound and found. But have no temptation. After
1: Jesus shall come back. Sing with all your hearts now. Oh our Lord is coming back to earth again. Yes, our Lord is coming back to earth again. And Satan will be bound a thousand years. We'll have no time for them. after Jesus shall come back to earth again. Would you give the Lord a hand of praise this morning? Amen. There'll be a meeting in the air. You know that one? You know what kids in? We'll see, I think. Start with the chorus, we do that. There is going to be a meeting in the air In that sweet, sweet by and by I am going to meet you, meet you over there In that home beyond the sky And such singing you will hear Never heard by mortal ears will be glorious, I do declare. And God's own son will be the leading one at that meeting in the air. You've heard of little Moses in the bull rush. You have heard of fearless David and his sling. You have heard the story told of dreaming Joseph, and of Jonah, and the whale you often see, and there are many, many others through the Bible, oh, I should like to meet them, all I do declare, oh, by and by the Lord will surely let us meet them at that meeting, yeah. Shake it out with all your hearts now, oh, there is going To be a meeting in the air In that sweet, sweet by and by And I am going to meet you Meet you over there In that home beyond the sky Oh, such singing you will hear Never heard by mortal Will be glorious, I do declare In that meeting, for the moor's bitch will have no place at all. There will never be a sermon preached to sinner, for the sinner had refused to heed the call. And there will be no mourning over wayward loved ones. There will be no lonely nights of pleading prayer. Oh, all our burdens and our anguish will be lifted at that meeting. All well, if you believe, would you sing with all your hearts now? Oh, and there is going to be a meeting in the air, in that sweet, sweet life. Oh, going to meet you, going to meet you over there, in that home beyond. The sky and such singing you will hear, never heard by mortal ear, will be glorious. I do declare, and God's own son will be the leading one at that meeting. At the end. Give the Lord another hand of praise. Amen. Do you believe you're going to be here at that meeting? Amen. I believe we're going to see each other over there. Amen. Give me a key of G if you would. Well, some glad morning when this life is over, I'm going to fly away to a home on God's celestial shore. I'm going to fly away. Sing it out now. Oh, yes, I'll, I'll fly away. I will fly away Oh, and when I rise Hallelujah, bye-bye I'll, I'll fly away Oh, and when the shadows Of this life have grown I will fly away Oh, just like a bird from prison bars has flown. Yes, I. You're going to fly away. Sing it out to him now. Oh, singing, I. I fly away. Oh, glory. I'm going to fly away. And when I rise, hallelujah, by and by, I will fly away. So there is just. A few more weary days And then I'm gonna fly away Oh, to a land where joy shall never end I will fly away Sing it out now Sing it out I'll I'll fly away, oh glory I'll, I'll fly away Hallelujah by and by I will fly away. Amen. Aren't you ready for that? we going to take flight. Amen. Just as we sing that again, you're dismissed. In the name of the Lord. Don't forget service at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Come back expecting something more from the Lord. Sing with all your hearts as you go now. Oh I'll, I'll fly away. Oh glory. I'll I'll fly away And when I rise Hallelujah, bye-bye I'll fly away